started in the real real estate investing journey. Um, is this a good place to start with the real estate notes? Totally. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say is we have a whole a whole guide that details, you know, here's the podcast you should be listening to. Here's the books you should read. Here's the conferences you should be attending. Here's the blogs that you should be reading. And just to learn about it and just the whole kind of, you know, called the, the note investing world. Um, it's it's kind of a niche within a niche, but it's it's pretty cool. And because there's not a lot of people there, you know, the returns are much more lucrative than you would get in a standard, you know, real estate uh, rental. And it's just taking the hat off of I'm not the o- <laughs> sorry, Andy. <laughs> I'm not the owner. I'm holding the mortgage. Yeah. So if I want, do you show me a, a group of notes and say which one do you like? Here's a great one sure. with a great tenant. But who owns the property if I say I'd love to buy one, two, three, four, um, you know, Jersey Street? Right. Uh, I simply, like, if we were not a mortgage, but I'm, I'm taking over the, like, as the bank for uh-huh. that property, but I know who, who the owner is because there's a tenant in there. So there's, like, right. lots of players and moving parts here. Well, have you ever got a letter um, on any, you know, homes that you own saying, hey, you have a new lender now. You know, you re- recently yeah, sold hey, your well, mortgage to... I, I don't because I, uh, again, sp- supporting local, I have my uh, my properties through... They don't sell the, they don't sell their loan. Got it. Yeah. So, I'm uh, with you. I like yeah. to go with banks that don't. But yeah. a lot of listeners and, and other people, it's very common for, so for common. mortgages to get sold to... Again and again you and know, again and over again. Over and over and right. over. And so that's basically, you know, we have an LLC that buys the mortgages and we get send the letters out and say, hey, where are you new lender? And then, but you don't, but you will sell it. You will so, sell it. So we, we don't, we don't generally sell the mortgages to individuals, but we help uh, get people connected to the places where you can buy the mortgages. If you want to get it on a, on a DIY way where you want to, you know, test out the waters of investing in, in real estate mortgages. Um, we, we don't generally sell our notes though. Sometimes we do. Um, but there's, there's other, a lot of other places. There's, online exchanges um, and, and other you know places you can find notes to buy. So if you own, if you're holding the properties as if you were the bank, although you're not, and someone wants one of them, or, well, you're, you're selling the note though. You, but, so I'm a little bit confused. Yeah, so, so we don't sell the notes. We, we, we buy notes, we put them into our funds and then an investor invests in the fund and oh. they have a part ownership of that fund and then that fund owns hundreds or you know, thousand a notes. pool of houses. Um, yeah, and it's a diversified pool that you know, we do all the management of that and they you know, get the returns from, from that pool of assets. Um, for a DIY investor, uh, we give them all the resources to here's where you want to, all the things you want to learn to get started and then here's some great places you can go buy them on your own. And, you know, we have most of those relationships because, you know, we're, we've been in the industry for a while, so we can connect, you know, people to those uh, as well. And I've just connected the dots, so now, it, now it's making sense to me. Um, so besides the real estate notes and sort of the DIY, what other programs or um, what, what other services do you offer at Aspen Funds? Yeah, pretty much that, that's it. So we've been pretty laser-focused, and kind of to your, your kind of point earlier on, um, so my, my father and his partner, they saw this opportunity you know, coming out of the Great Recession. Um, and uh, uh, my dad's partner, Jim, he was a real estate developer for 30 years. He was actually uh, in California 
um, and you know that whole market dried up for for development of, of uh, real estate. Surprising um, for California, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really surprising. Yeah, and it came to a screeching halt. And so he's looking at okay, where do I go? You know, my whole background's in real estate, um, and a kind of a light bulb went on where you know he noticed that okay, even in the hard times, it's generally the banks that seem to come out a little less less unscathed than the average investor. <laughs> Um, and the reason is because you have those 100 pages of disclosures and, and all those things that are uh, in, in a note that you sign with a bank that gives them the rights to, you know, pretty much do whatever they want if, if uh, a default happens. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of spawned the interest in note investing. And so he you know, started kind of a, a beta test and they, you know, raised money from friends and family in, in their first fund. Um, and the proof is in the pudding. They realize, wow, this is not just a, you know, one-time unique opportunity. It's really a long-term business model that we can scale and grow and help a lot of people um, invest in this asset class that has a lot of great benefits that you know a lot of people don't know about. Um, so, it, uh, people give you money. They invest in these uh, notes that you're holding, and uh, you have so- a formula of what that might look like for as far as a return for everybody. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people, I'm sure, have invested in the stock market, you know, mm-hmm. through 401ks and other things. Um, that's a pretty kind of well-developed um, ecosystem. You know, it's people understand what that is. And so, you know, what we do, we we operate under what's called the the Regulation D exemption of the SEC, and we can offer private investment opportunities. Um, so we're not listed on any public exchanges. Okay. Um, you know, we're not. Uh, necessarily registered with the SEC on 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 those, but um, we can market these to investors, and uh, a lot of the regulation changes have allowed us to to help people diversify outside of just the Wall Street you know system. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people are concerned about that right now. With you know one, just the stock markets can continue to go up for ten years, which has been great. Um, but we are due for a correction and, and, you know, no one really knows when that's going to happen. We all know it will at some point. And so taking some chips off the table and putting it into an asset class that has a little more stability, um, is, is a good idea. So we have a lot of investors that, that, uh, that's appealing to. Do you go out and look for properties? Do you have like yeah. a team that says, okay, let's pick that one up and that one up and that one up and put it, then you put it in your pool. Yeah. So we have a, we have a staff of about 20 people, um, I'd probably say about five of those are all on the acquisition side. So it's, yeah, finding... All, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. All Kansas City No, area, so or? we are, our headquarters is in Kansas City. Okay. Um, then we have a few satellite offices. You know, we've kind of run a virtual company. So we have, you know, some in uh, Texas, Colorado, Branson, Maryland. Um, so kind of all spread out. But yeah, the, the headquarters is in Kansas City. And um, yeah, finding the right notes to buy, you know, any any investor knows that you make your money on the buy, so we're we're very particular about uh, the types of notes that we'll buy. Um, so we have a full team dedicated to finding those and evaluating those. And that'd be an interesting job. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. pretty it's pretty I, fun. Um, mm-hmm. I used to be an underwriter for a bank before I, I joined here, and um, you get to see a lot of uh, what's under the hood. So uh, one who might be investing with you locally could be owning something that's out of state, but it's in that pool. Yeah. So again, it's really a diversified pool. We have Mm -hmm. over a thousand notes in I think 45 states. Okay. So it's very spread out. Um, You know, there are certain states that we generally don't want to be in or we'll have limited exposure in just because of some of the regulations. So when you, when you own the mortgage, 
you you have a little bit more compliance that you need to do because of the regulations, right? With different state laws, um, you know, sending out the right disclosures and protocol. And, yeah, that. so there's a little more mm-hmm. you have to learn. Um, and so we because certain states are a little bit friendlier and some are not. Uh, we we kind of steer away from certain ones. But yeah, generally it's a pretty diversified portfolio and um, yeah, all over. So Andy's telling me we have about five minutes. Um, okay. What, in your opinion, uh, what is your take on the current housing market here in our area, in Kansas and Missouri, in the Kansas City metro area? Yeah, you know, um, I'm going to be a buyer probably in a year, so I've definitely and I gave been you my paying card. attention. I got it right here, so go work with Letty Ann. <laughs> Thank you. She's awesome. Um, yeah, you know, we, we think uh, there's definitely some... Strong fundamental drivers of the appreciation in in the market, and this is not just in Kansas City but nationwide. And a lot of it's come down to a lack of inventory. You know, this is probably something you see with your clients all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's probably more inventory on the higher end of the market than on the lower end. Agreed. Um, and the reason is, after the 0809 crash happened, um, a lot of the developers went bankrupt, went out of business. They left the industry. A lot of the labor left the industry. So you have an increase in labor. Um, you know, land prices have gone up. And, lumber is and going lumber's, up. Lumber's gone up. It's come right. down recently, but it's been a lot higher, you know, for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so what happened is all the developers who need to make a certain amount of profit, it just, the, the numbers don't make sense for the, for the lower end or the entry level point of, of the market. And so they've all gone to the higher end. And there's just there's just less of them. So I actually have you know charts that we show in some of our presentations that um, the actual uh, development of new builds over the last ten years is significantly underbuilt, massively underbuilt. Nationally. Nationally. Yeah. Okay. Nationally, yeah. folks, remember that. Okay. Because so Kansas City might be a little bit different of a story. Yeah. You know, we we purchased some in 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 the metro, but we obviously purchased nationally, so we're a little focused on that. But. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of it, we, we think there there's still a lot of support left for the real estate prices, um, and a lot of it comes down to basic supply and demand. Um, I'd love to hear what, what your thoughts would be in, in the local market. Yeah, and I appreciate you asking me. So um, we're seeing the prices stabilize because, okay. you know, there was such a great increase, yeah. and I think the national average is um, uh, like two and typically year over year, two and a half percent, like on average forever that the increase in the housing market but then we started to see like four then five and then six and then sometimes eight because people were paying more because there weren't enough houses for the people in certain price points so people were saying look i don't care i'll I'll give them twenty thousand dollars more because i don't want to lose this house right and then the following year the neighbor will say well susie got you know three hundred and fifty thousand last summer why are you telling me my house is only worth three and a quarter? I have the exact same house. We have the exact same you know, features. Uh, and just as a joke in my head, I sometimes say, well, uh, I'm sorry you didn't sell last summer. <laughs> because things are stabilizing. Right. Um, I think so even at more uh, at different price points are far more pop- popular, of course, sure. than the, the other pool. And as far as the luxury market, um, I think now if one is really wanting uh, to uh, get their dream home or while wow, we'd really love to get our luxury home, even if you're empty nesters, but like, let's really, well, this is where we've always wanted to live there. Yeah. But it's a little, you know, it's, eh, it's, you know, eh, it's a little bit at, a, at you know, a higher price point. I think now's the time that yeah. they're going to get a, a, and I'm not saying you're going to, you know, get, 
rip off somebody to, to take their sure. home. But because things are stabilizing and that pool of, let's say, over 500000 over 750 over a million, you can really get a million-dollar home or $800,000 house at a better, better price point right. today than you could in previous years. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Yeah, and it probably makes sense for those that are like you're saying, looking to upgrade where they have maybe a home in that lower price range where the market's maybe still a little bit warmer or the prices are still solid, and then mm-hmm. upgrade and it's a better time to buy. So you kind of get the benefit of both sides. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, I, in my opinion, there's never <clears throat> been a better time to invest. Uh, I don't think we're headed for a housing crisis. I think we we might be on the cusp of a recession. Mm-hmm. And, and again, this is my opinion. Uh, but no indicators are indicating housing crisis. Are you seeing? Are you feeling that 100%. same way? Okay, yeah, I, I think. Let's tell everybody again. Yeah, <laughs> there are no indicators nation, nationwide. There are no indicators saying housing crisis. Um, yeah, we, I think there, there's indicators of, of you know early indicators. You know, we've seen the inverted yield curve. There's some 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 trade issues but from a uh, real estate standpoint you know I'm with you we don't see a lot of huge risks on on the the horizon where we saw a lot of that in you know 0607 where a lot of the banks were underwriting Which started with the mortgages yeah and it really it really started there where they were mm-hmm. underwriting uh, loans to people that sh- have you know no income and what do you expect to happen even... to when <laughs> You you uh, get that loan, they don't start paying, and they they packaged them in these big old you know collateralized debt obligations, and you lost the you know chain of title and and really what the underlying asset was, and they sold them off. And but yeah, we, we look at the underwriting standards; they have not really changed from post crisis to now. The the mm-hmm. banks are still pretty tight on what they want to see for um, you know to to get a loan. And, and I'm you, so glad for that. Yeah, I think I think. <laughs> You know, generally the the next recession doesn't come from the same place the last one did because everyone kind of learned learned the mistakes and have corrected. Um, and so, we, we, yeah, we're we're with you there. Um, there's a lot of strength in the real estate market um, from an economic standpoint. We also think that there's still plenty of running room left. You know, unemployment is the lowest it's been in over 50 years. GDP is still growing. You know, at a, at a comfortable rate. Inflation is being held in check and um, obviously, there's some worries. We have the election coming up. We have that's you know, probably trade the big issues. factor. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so people are concerned, and the market's showing a lot of volatility up and down. But it's it's not really there's no correction or, or massive recession that anyone you know that we're seeing right now. Yeah. No. Good to hear your thoughts uh, and that they coincide. So uh, Andy's telling me we have just about uh, less than a minute. Um, thank you so much for being yeah, here today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm curious about uh, that information that you, you know the downloadable and if it's not downloadable, I'm, I'm probably going to reach out to you. I'd love to yeah. read that. Yeah. Um, and again, that is AspenFunds.us. Yep. Aspen is in the tree. Funds uh, .us. And uh, we're also we're working on putting together. Um, you just reminded me as we're talking about it, a our economic forecast um, for the next kind of year plus time frame. We're doing a four part series of um, different things in the economic uh, world that you know we can provide as a free resource for people as well on the website. So it's not live yet, but um, it will be downloadable probably in the next few weeks and just a free resource to help people just know where we're at in, in, uh, in so the So stay economy. tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay in touch with Aspen Funds, again, a locally owned business. Um, ben, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, look forward to future endeavors with you. Yes, likewise. Right. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.